Imagine a girl pick this up. Um, if I pick this up, you ain't fucking with me. I'd have my left hand. I'd still like jab. I'd fucking swing low. Take your fucking knee out. You ain't going to see it coming. What would a woman do? <laughs> Slap the machete. Slap her in her face. One hand. Machete and then backhand. I perfected this in pimp school. When I got my PhD, we had to practice if a girl comes at you. Ah, ah, you cheater. You're cheating. It's bang out the machete. 
boom in her face and grip her up by the neck. Like, shut up, bitch! Her panties get wet. Machete's on the floor. Her panties are all wet. You go, fuck her. That's how it goes. Slap, slap, grab, choke, shut up, bitch, sex. These are the basic moves of, of pimping. Fucking some little amateur. What if a girl picks it up? You're a fucking loser. Right, Have you ever well, seen a woman yeah. try and do anything competently? Yeah, this like, imagine a girl. Stop looking on me. If I pick this if up. If I push that button. You ain't it fucking stops. Me. I got my left if hand. If I push I'm, that button. I still like jab. jab hey, like if I push sleep, that button. Low, take your if I, ta- if I push that button. You see it coming. Hey, what if I push do? the pause button. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to play that way? Slap one? the machine. Slap her in the face. Sorry, guys. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get control. It's amazing. Um, I get all my clips ready. And uh, turn that down, please. <clears throat> and interference comes from everywhere. Yet I predict a day where I will not be allowed to do another podcast because of supernatural, and I would, I would call them, um, now Ben's is attacking uh, you know Eli out there. And, you know, because of supernatural means... Um, poltergeist activity, whatever you want to call it. Stuff that doesn't happen. Stuff that is would be impossible to happen. All right, so, you know, so it's kind of uncanny. We talked about Tate. Andrew Tate, and I, I told you that I got a, I, uh, you know, had a word developing on this, and then I told you, that he was going to go down hard. And I believe those are my words. And I believe this is the beginning of that. So, no, I'm not surprised to have said it and then see it. That happens all the time. Do people remember it? No. I told you I had a long talk with Rich Keltner one time about this. And I, he said, if you're accurate, they'll ignore you. But if you're, if you're not accurate and you make a big thing out of making predictions that don't come true... Uh, they'll love you. <laughs> you know that. Anyway, there's one you can't really deny, right? Okay. But that's not the point. I'm not the point. The point is, many... <clears throat> oh, I've got a, a sudden attack on my throat so that I can't talk to you. Um, kind of a weird day. Things have... I may not be able to to be allowed to talk anymore. And it makes me mad because, you know, I fight the elements. My fight is not really on on this earth. It's really, I'm fighting all these um, attacks that are trying to make it so I can't, you know, talk and... and, uh, I need some water, Trish, and whatever else. Ah, jeez. Okay, so where did it all go wrong? Um, You know, I'm kind of laying on the seat. The the whole reason that that this subject even came up is because, you know, he wound up in my Twitter feed, and I, I, you know, and he was a big sensation among uh, Christian patriots. And I found that so odd as I watched him bragging about his cars and calling, you know, you know, men that work hard for a living, 
calling them all losers because they don't have, uh, you know, 10 Ferraris in the garage and, you know, a couple of chicks in the bed. This is a, <clears throat> this is a, a degradation. This is an abomination. Why would you lift this up for worship? When you've got Jesus, because you're not a Christian, because you never did. Let me tell you the most scary seven words you're ever going to hear. Depart from me, I never knew you. Is that seven? Depart from me, I never knew you. Depart from me, I never knew you. Can you imagine being with the Lord and you know and having no desire of anything? And then and then you know uh, we're going to make our way over to uh, Samaria. Or we're going to make our way over to wherever. You know, Master, I'll be back. I've got to go uh, do some oil changes on my uh, exotic cars, and then and then you know don't worry, my girlfriend's taking care of the the mansion, and I'll be right back. And Jesus might say something like, well, let the dead bury the dead. Um, <clears throat> they, um, there's been a sudden attack here where there was nothing in my throat there is now within the last uh, 15 seconds. And uh, I don't know why that is. I think it's... Um, and I think, I guess, I guess, I may just speculate, is that, you know, this was the, um, what do you want to call this guy? The, uh, the fox in the hen house? Camel nose under the tent? And um, you know, this was somehow getting manhood back for the gilded men of our society. And um, so I watched a few of these uh, of the Tate media before I, the Lord spoke to me and told me to talk publicly about it. And there's just no way that would be acceptable. The, the, the desires that you would have, a materialistic desires that are ridiculous. <clears throat> I'm fighting through a a 15 second thing that uh, now we're down to microseconds. I know we're down to microseconds. I know I sound crazy, but uh, it's. Uh, I guess this <laughs> this was the devil's plan. Now it's been thwarted. <laughs> right, so there's like an attack. Okay, so you know the point is, is that some watching these things, and we're talking about, you know, he's talking about cars and mansions and living here and living there and being, you know, all over the place. And then I see him um, talking about, um, you know, you know. Well, there's more. There's, I don't know. If, maybe you need to hear more clips. There's one. Th this one was how to uh, take out a woman who has a knife. And um, 
where that usually goes. There was another one. All these chicks just stuck in their house, sitting there, bored, completely in love with me. And of course, they don't go out. They're not allowed out. Like, oh, Tate's away, so they go out with their friends. No, 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 no. You don't go to the club with your friends. I don't know what kind of bitch-ass dude is letting his chicks go to the club with her friends without him. No. You stay in the house. You don't go nowhere. You're not, no restaurants, no clubs, nothing. Also, when you're real G's, that you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. You're making moves, you're making money. You gotta go to Poland, you gotta go to Warsaw, fucking Dubai, Miami. Anyone who watches Take Confidential knows, I'm all over the place. So I end up with all these chicks just stuck in their house, sitting there, bored, completely in love with me. And of course, they don't go out. They're not allowed. <laughs> not allowed to leave uh, what he was arrested for. And the downfall of Tate is really the arrest in Romania uh, and the charge of human trafficking, you know, trafficking girls. And the, 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 the shape of it is that uh, they weren't allowed to leave the house, as he just said there. He do, he's got chicks all over the place, and they're not allowed to leave the house. Well, that, folks, is human trafficking. There it is. He just, I mean, I don't know what more you want. I, I don't see how he's some kind of a martyr now. Uh, you know, he's like, what, like, um, <clears throat> he's kind of a patriot martyr and or a patriot because he doesn't really live in the United States. He lives abroad. And um, there was another thing with, um, he got into some kind of a contest with Greta Thunberg who kind of made him look like a... Uh, you know, I, I mean, you can see he's he's a fool. He's an absolute idiot. And I don't know why. Why, why. why did it get down to my desk? Why didn't you guys, you know, take care of it? Well, why did he get so much uh, leeway, so much, so much freedom, so much attention of... Our, well, I, I have the answer. The patriot community doesn't have much to do with the Lord. Oh, God. I'm, I'm sorry. Here comes the attack. And I'm, I'm not allowed to. I guess, folks, this may be it. I do, but I can hear that, uh, that thing he's chewing on very loudly. Uh, at least he's not chewing on the couch at a moment. Well, what is your thought about this whole thing? Uh, it's gross. I mean, I used to think well of him. I thought... Uh, everyone did. And uh, So now we've ruined it. <laughs> it's ruined forever now. And, it, and then he suddenly just seemed... He turned into something... I guess maybe he always was. He's always been like that. Yeah. That's what's so weird. Why did it take so long? Who was listening? I thought he was helping people, you know, not be suicidal and stuff. And like you, you want to build, you want to build men up to be uh, pimps. Is no, that is that the goal? I don't keep the chicks in the house, and if they try to escape, punch them in the mouth, take them upstairs, and force them to have sex. Is that the way you want men to be? Folks, is that, is that being a man? Or is that being a baby, being a child, being a bully? Okay, so obviously I think you agree with me. Anyway, you know, word given, 
God executed the plan. And this is not the, you know, the mean, awful, you know, totalitarian people trying to shut up a martyr. This is God saying, you know, get this guy out of here. Because he's affecting Christian men with this idea of getting hooked on material, getting some kind of desire for the things of the world, and then, you know, teaching uh, men to be uh, very brazen and callous and violent toward women with the object of keeping them as objects in your house, your collection. And um, that may have been the key, the case back in Solomon's day. But that's not the way it is with the Lord. In other words, if you're boasting about having custom exotic cars made and having to say how much money you paid for them and having chicks all over the world just, you know, throwing their panties into the, uh, into the uh, TikTok uh, or the whatever, Snapchat or whatever it is. And, that's, and, and if you can do that, then that makes you a winner. And if you can't manage to pull that off, you're a loser. And he was basically saying, if you don't have these cars, if you don't have this, if you don't have that, if you don't have a private jet, you're a loser. I was impressed with some of the early stuff I heard, which he said, you know, if you work with a great, if you work hard, you can get a BMW. If you work with a great network, you can have a, a jet. But then I understood, well, what great network is out there that's allowed to be out there? Isn't it under their control or Satan's control? So if you work with a great network and you can have a jet versus working hard and having a BMW, what if you just work hard because, you, you're, because God gives us to work and work itself is enough? Why does it have to be based in, like, if you don't have this, then you're a loser. If you don't have that, then you're a loser. All the hard work you put into your business and your life and taking care of your family, uh, that just makes you a loser. If you don't have what this guy has, you're a loser. And again, you know, the key is, um, well, I could go down the list of what's wrong. I mean, I, you know, I've got no more to say about it except this, a further prediction. Um, you know, he'll be out. Uh, I, I do believe that, that this is a God thing. That, you know, I'll tell you this. This is not a will of man. This is a will of God. And obviously he's incurred the wrath of God because of the influence he had on so many. I guess he was turning people away from the Lord. You know, and he was playing the role of Satan. Right? Tempting you with things. Satan. Girls and, you know, sex and, you know, obviously, you know, drugs and parties and clubs. What does the guy do all day? He's running around making deals to do what? So they can go to the club and show off, you know, you have a pissing contest and a dick measuring contest and whatever else, or you're a loser. Anyway, that, anyway, it's not for me. So it's amazing how fast this came down, though. Now, what he'll claim is that he's being picked on by the powers that be. He'll be warned, and the next thing is he'll be, they'll kill him. And he'll go out a martyr. And he'll be the man that, you know, you all should have been. And um, after they add up, let's say they do kill him. After they add up uh, all the debt 
and everything that he has free and clear and everything that's in debt, I believe you're going to see um, bankruptcy. There was a much, you know what I mean? I'm, I think you're going to see the great Gatsby here. Right? You know the story of the great Gatsby, right? You're all literate. Uh, I need that to stop there. Um, um, the great Gatsby was, uh, you, you, you know, basically was a con artist of Long Island. It was the subject of a book by F. Scott Fitzgerald. And, um, and he was writing about rich people. And he used, very cleverly, he used the, the rich con artist as fooling everybody in Long Island, in, in the Hamptons, or in wherever it is, you know, in the East Egg, you know, the mansions. And everybody thought that Gatsby had all the money. He had these parties with wild fireworks and all kinds of, you know, just uh, the most exotic of everything. And um, he, uh, well, okay. You know, my studio is down, right? And now my podcasting is down. I don't know how you can... I'll just let you hear that. No need for me to talk. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Get get this out of here. I'd like... What do you, what do you want? Benson to be gone? Yeah, I, I can't um, go on. I'm going to have to say goodbye. No, I'll, I'll remove him. You always liked him there before. The thing that just happens to be really loud in the earphones. If he had some other thing he could do. Okay, that's better. I... Anyway, um... so in the end, it'll be you know, this is the death of manhood. He'll attach himself to that. I tried to save men. I tried to get them to stop committing suicide. I tried to give them a better life and show them that they had to, you know, they get back to the way of real men, how real men act, which is women as property. And um, possessions, you know, um, things, palaces, women. We, we've all known this, and we've seen this. Like I said, Solomon is a perfect example of someone that made that pursuit. But what happened to Solomon? Solomon lost his kingdom. He had all the women, and he had all the mansions, and he had all the best of everything, and he had the hottest chicks, and he had the hottest of all things. He lost it all, but became the wisest man in the world. And God never took that away from him. And he was able to impart that to us through the book of Ecclesiastes and also through Proverbs. In other words, he learned his lesson. You see, the reason that he wanted to dabble with the occult is because all the materialism that Solomon had was still not enough. He was still addicted to something. 
Something wasn't quite filling up what was missing inside. You go, well, he had God. Not, well, he intended for God. He wanted, you know, he, but something was driving him to more materialism. What do you think witchcraft is? It's to get stuff, to get power. To have power over what? Over others, over you know, jewelry, over more stuff, more territory, more real estate. An insatiable appetite. And he got, he got bested. He got done in. He lost. And of course, that loss is probably what saved his life and saved his soul. You know, there are people today that are still studying the occult of Solomon, trying to get some power, not learning at all about the lesson of Solomon. The same people are following this Andrew Tate around, not, not figuring out. I mean, should have been figured out right from the get-go. Now, I watched a couple of his, um, you know, talks to men and trying to encourage them and all that, but most of them... And then we go to the next video, and it's, it's about the cars, it's about the, the women, it's about the mansions, it's about, you know. Um, he said, I, he, before, well, before God took him out, he said, and I quote, I am the king of the world. I take what I want, when I want. I ask no one for anything. I'm the undisputed king. I'm the undisputed, I'm the best the world has ever seen, he said. Something to that effect. Even if you believe that, folks, would you carry on in that way? Would you state it like that? Now, you know why you wouldn't? It's because you've been warned. The Lord has warned you about a, about a haughty, you know, prideful, boasting demeanor. He said, pride goeth before a fall. You think you're the best in the world, you're boasting and, and, and all this like that. It doesn't take any genius to see this is a guy on his way out. And now he's blaming the Romanian government and probably Biden and everybody else for his fate. Oh, that's not going to work. Well, he's back. Uh, it's been tough the last couple of days. I may have to take... Well, usually I, I show up when there's something to say. I'm not trying to get you to understand that there are things said here that, um, you know, make sense later. You know, because I understand the reluctance. Even people that say they're following Jesus, the reluctance. But, you know, you guys have to understand, you know, we've been through a dry season you know, no prophecy, no healing, no miracles. 
No absorption in the spirit. No ongoing uh, intense interest in God and the things God is doing. We've had none of that. It's all been taken away from us. And the minute anyone shows up with anything, it's taken away too. I remember something happened. Somebody had a miracle. And they had prophesied it and it happened. And maybe it was Violet and John. And I, I realized that I heard it. Oh, great. Didn't that not, and I didn't give it another thought. And then I you know, rebuked myself. And I have to repent. What? We just heard of a miracle. And, you know, these children were saved. And I go, oh, that's nice. That's great. And then I moved on to something else. No, that's not the right way to look at it. You don't just move on to something else. And if we do, which we are obviously the United States is all about just ignoring anything of God. You know, back in the, <clears throat> after the 9-11, we had, uh, you know, we had, it, it seemed like that's when the Zeph report was born, right, in 2002, in March 9th, uh, 2002, and now we're going to be going on uh, a 21st year anniversary. And at that time, Everybody after 9-11 was just filled with, filled with, uh, um, how can I put it, was just filled with, um, you know, God fervor. This was from God. That We had prophets and prophetesses everywhere, all over the web. The Zephyr Board came on as a prophetic ministry, a, a prophecy ministry, <clears throat> because because someone, you know, I guess it was producer Mike that called me up one time when 9-11 was going on. He goes, you predicted this. And, um, you know, I thought, well, God has given me this gift and I, I should, you know, wants me to use it. I don't know anything about the Internet, but I found people that could put me on there. And then I started talking and writing, mainly writing in the beginning with little talks. You know, little ten minute talks, and um, you know there were, you know, there were, there were. It got caught up with this El Predicto thing, where there were prophecy wars back then, where people, you know, fighting each other, fighting each other over the. You're a false prophet. You said so and so was the Antichrist. You said this was going to happen. You said that was going to happen. So this whole thing got, you know, this big drag-out fight back then. And a lot of these guys are gone now. Um, and it was, um, you know, I'm, I'd open up a, do a Google search, I'd see, you know, Zeph Daniel, be wary of his net. Or I'd see something rebuking me on movies that we had done in the past and, and how, you know, they were carnal and, they had sexual imagery, so therefore, I was of the devil. And, um, you know, and on and on. And I looked at all that, and I just thought, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it, you know, 
I mean, and then there were radio wars. You know, there's, there was that whole Steve Quayle, um, you know, trying to gather these people. And they said, if you go on Zeph's show, I'm kicking you out of my network. Because uh, Zeph's a Satanist, or Zeph's handled by the CIA. You know, a million things. I'm like, where did all this come from? And the whole idea was to muddy the water so nobody could hear anybody. A lot of it was being done by, you know, obviously operatives. And the, you know, to blot out God, especially to blot out God's word and to blot out any, you know, we could really use some, you know, some, some uh, spiritual gifts right now. It's a dry desert. People are dying of thirst. I mean, do you want to continue this? Any further, and I think, you know, we'd probably welcome death, wouldn't we? I can't go on with this. You know, just get it over with. But back then, it was so saturated with. And I remember they tried to, they were going to lock me up. I got the call of the Lord, and I was, you know, prophesying out my, you know, just crazy, getting words and talking to God, you know, praying out loud and, you know, and so that has to, because of that, they're going to haul me off. And so this doctor gave me a letter saying that I was a sound mind and a sound body because I might need to give that to a judge to avoid being incarcerated. And it wasn't, well, no, why wasn't the other guy offensive? The New Age pontificate. No, no, just... The fears of Jesus. The fears of his prophets. His warring angels. His justice. And they they, they they well, they just blot it out. And make it so that whenever anything is accurate, wherever there is a good report... Wherever there is something that you can identify as a movement of God, just even this little Andrew Tate thing, you know, a little story, but, it, but, but God told us what he was going to do, right? And, and, you know, through me and said, you know, he's got to go down hard. And then it happened. Just a little thing like that. We're going to now dismiss it. Like we always do. And that just makes us all feel like God's abandoned us. Because we need God to do a lot more than that. Than, than one, you know, a guy that I would just say is a, you know. I mean, the, the funny irony about Tate is he's as close to Satan as you could possibly get in, in, a, in a human form. Right? I mean, all materialism. The key to Satan is he tempts people with materialism. You know, women, status, stature, rock star, actor, big man, you know, big success, big yacht, big boat, a big respect if you play ball. And he was basically saying all the same things. I, you know, so it was interesting how ironic is the word, so ironic that how many Christians were flocking to this guy to not commit suicide. 
So I'll come along and I'll say, Jesus compared to Andrew Tate. What's wrong with Jesus? Why have you, America, dropped Jesus? Why did you drop Jesus? Well, I haven't. We still No, you have. The minute you accept that, the, the, the truth, you have dropped Jesus. You have dropped any, 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 any spiritual inklings, words, inspirations, sharing with others. All that's gone. All you've got now is these stupid news articles to chase around. And, you know, we don't even have prophecy wars. I mean, at least back then we had the prophecy wars of everybody competing to see who would be the most accurate. And, you know, and then, and then, and then you know, and then all the slander, of the, the big wild slander of, you know, you're the CIA or you're being handled, you're being controlled to... You know, the, the, there's going to be a sacrifice at the Bush House or what, all this stuff all over the place to muddy it all up but because they were really afraid of that revival after 9-11, you understand? That people were going to get God this time. So they sent almost every agent they had out to discredit, you know, to interface with the Internet. And, and they did a good job. Jesus is dead. God is dead. The church is fucking dead. Great job. We've all done it. It's all our fault. And they won that one. They won't win in the end. But, you know, see, right around here, they're going to do a big, big nasty to us. People are really going to suffer and die. And then that's when I think this somehow... A miracle of God that will not be acknowledged. I know, Lord. I know it won't be acknowledged. Don't worry. Don't worry. All you people have been working. It's midnight. No worry. You didn't miss out. It'll be squelched. As always. And the reason that, you know, something like Pakistan has a lot more going on with the Lord is because they don't have anything. They're street urchins. They have no material goals. All they're trying to do is get through day to day. That's a, that's basically it. You know, they're they're the uh, you know the Hebrews release slaves at the Red Sea, and they've got nothing. And if God doesn't show up and part that sea, it's over. So God, you know, obviously shows up every day. Because he's appreciated. They want him. They want Jesus. They want healing. They want some kind of comfort from their horrible, horrible lives that have been caused by other people who are so sensitive and nice, like the American government. Okay, so... You know, so we know what true evil is. We understand that they... I mean, the Christian today in America is waiting, you know, having little quiet prayers here. They maybe even go to church and waiting for this to pass so that, you know, he can continue uh, in his 
corrupt world and corrupt spirit to do the same thing. And I'm here to tell you, we're not, it's not going to go back to the same thing. For one thing, the technology has changed. And so we're, uh, you know, in a fourth industrial revolution, and that revolution is uh, digital. And uh, the problem with that is that, you know, human organic doesn't, you know, become digital unless you make them, which they do with the shots. And do you realize that a lot of the people around here they don't know what the shots are. They just take them. You know, there's a lot of Democrats, you know, and, you know, left, left-handed, left you know, whatever. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm just saying they're mainly Democrats who want masks on forever, 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 who want totalitarian slavery, who want to tattle on their neighbors, who want people punished for their existence. And they're all around us. You know, and they're trying to, you know, do it like they'll wear their masks to the store, but they'll give everyone the evil eye in there who doesn't have one. Still today going on, it would, the Gates and all these people tell you they're going to launch the pandemic and Fauci, and then they launch it on you, and then they, then they, they, they give you an injection that's designed to be a prelude to the digital ID, which is to, to hook up human to AI, right? And they, this is all admitted, uh, and, you know, and so there are deaths and casualties now as they fine-tune their whatever it is to develop, you know, the human into a iron and clay network where they have absolute 100% control over each body, which is where this is leading. And the patent number on this, and I've looked it up, is 060606. It's called, it's a quantum dot tattoo. It actually has six needles, not four. And it uses luciferase, a substance that lights up in your system so they can see it. And, you know, spreading the nanobots everywhere to digitize your system and they've even used uh you know like to see if they could pull it off they actually use things like game theory and other things to to war game this whole thing to 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 see if uh, even on the molecular level if if these molecules and cells and things could be adapted you know i.e would go along because if because right because there's always a fear of rejection you know, the, the digitization of the universe, which, of course, is dead. And um, that's actually, you know, what they want to do. Dead, dead meaning dead to organic, you know, an organic carbon system. They want that dead. They think that they can <clears throat> somehow transfer souls <coughs> through DNA. Uh, <coughs> so sorry. 
What else do you want to do to me today? Through DNA, uh, they can um, <clears throat> replicate. They'll let me say this. I mean, they've said it. The universe in a synthetic digital format that will be under their control, i.e. a quantum universe that they have created by using all the DNA and the seeds and all they've been collecting to create another humanity in another situation. This humanity would not be free, but enslaved, like this one is, to harvest consciousness for the purpose of building worlds. Because linked consciousness can create, although it's not the creator, to create outside of God's, uh, you know, purview. And to use a purely synthetic landscape so that even if God tries to make a claim of an organic landscape, they would say in the end, we don't care. We're gone into our own world. And they've also equated the digital world with the organic world as, as equal, equally alive. Equal. Now, the key to the bottomless pit, you know, the CERN and everything, you haven't heard much from them because they've kind of hit the wall as a failure, but I'm sure they'll, you know, they're, they're trying to be Apollyon, you know, read about Apollyon, and they're on Apollo's, you know, temple, and there's all that imagery. But what, they're, what Apollyon is the destroyer comes up from the bottomless pit, you know, to destroy this world and lead the way to a purely satanic world, you know, or, you know, a different image of the world using these people that are alive today as a kind of, you know, cannon fodder to, you know, produce their ultimate digital universe. There's a bio-digital nexus point, which they are uh, very uh, involved with because that's the point of memory of soul. Can it go through the barrier from the bio to the digital? Or can they be wed together to produce an entirely new thing under, once again, under their control? Uh... So the people left here on the planet now are unnecessary. They're not needed for work. They, they're, most of them are told now not to work. They're not needed for anything. So they feel like, well, we've been carrying humanity, paying them, creating their jobs, floating them. They're useless eaters now, so we have the right to get rid of them. That's how much you mean to them. At the same time, they're very 
concerned about God being real and that the book of Revelation being real. They're so concerned about it, they're trying to fulfill it and have it count with God, but they're not quite sure if it counts with God because they don't have a seer. Because they wiped it all out. All prophecy, all spiritual, everything, including their own. (laughs) Can you believe how stupid these people are? So they lost their way. That would be a great thing if we had found our way. (laughs) But where's the uh, fervor? Where's the excitement about the Lord? Where's the, you know, the Andrew Tate saying, look, man, (laughs) don't commit suicide. Go with Jesus. Where's that? Go with the truth, not with some materialistic lie on how to be a, I guess, a great Satanist. Right? Someone popular everywhere, clubs, this and that. That's like a satanic person, Right? Why would you even want to be involved? You wouldn't if you're a God person. You want to go after, you you know, instead of going to the club, you want to run after the Lord. What's the Lord saying about all this? Well, you know, despite our awful compliance, and that's really... You know, we've produced almost no martyrs. I wouldn't be surprised if the United States were just wiped off the face of the earth. That was the end of it. And other people could be God people. Because while they're running these very dangerous end-of-life scenarios, we should be very fervent and we should be all tuned up for God because this is what God speaks to people, isn't it? Well, I think what he's doing with the, the Tate they're giving is just a small lesson like like this, you know, this kind of like James Bond kind of approach to, you know, right? Wealth, privilege, power, young girls, chicks, slap them around, whatever. Um... This is more of a Hugh Hefner vision of, of you know, a liberated man, right? Because we know it goes on. We know that they got all their, you know, that the young generation has their, they found out how to get their cars and their gold and their, you know, get through the, through the, uh, the velvet rope at the club and, and at the party and blah, 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 blah. That, that's really all they think about, you know. And how to get up to the next level. And uh, well, you get up to the next level by a, by doing something bad to someone. Not by positive thinking, not by joining a network. They won't even let you join unless you've you know, pretty much killed somebody. Right? These are these are these are criminal cartels you want to join. So that's the only way you would have that kind of wealth. That kind of right? I think you're going to find on, on, on Tate, you know, this is, I think we'll just put this to bed now. I think the interesting thing is how God's moving. 
So I just want to be here to say that this is not, you know, a great guy being picked on by unfair forces. God using perhaps evil people, sure, to, to bring them down, but that's not what's happening. It's a God thing. So I thought I'd point it out uh, because... Why? Because he gave it to me and then it happened. So, there, so I reasoned back that it was a God thing. Therefore, I should mention it so we don't let it uh, fritter away. Like we do everything else. So let's start building on this. Let's see what other people are. There are other people out there that have a vision, a word, something. Let's publish that. We used to publish them all over the internet. There'd be videos everywhere about what's going to happen and this and that. They don't really get the the watches that they used to get before. You know, so it's funny. At the time of the most tyranny ever, people have become the most vulnerable and naked. They have nothing. When you have Christ, you have a sword. You know, that's a sword. The word of God is a sword. Jesus is the word. You have a sword. That Bible is a sword. And um, you have the power to tread on serpents and snakes, serpents and scorpions and any other demon. That's a very powerful, real power. And, you, you know, I think what has happened here is that the materialism of America, the fact that people will turn to their neighbors and things like that to keep what they have, you know, has kind of ruined everything. In other words, the the country was successful enough so that people became very, very dry in the spirit. They became very, you know, very concerned about their things. And as a result of being concerned about their things, they become very compliant when the state, the world, the, the totalitarians, told them what to do. Like, oh, I better, I don't want to lose what little bit I have. When the guy down the street got rounded up, said, that's not me. <laughs> they came back another year later, and then they're here for you now. But I didn't do anything. I... I I cooperated. Sure you did, but you know, we all know where you came from. You used to be a Christian. <laughs> you used to you used to be a lot different, but it doesn't matter. You're still that guy. So we're gonna take you and maybe in prison you'll find your faith again. beware of shysters on TikTok trying to give you a short 15 second word saying that's from the Lord that's a little more than like playing tarot cards with God okay that is not helpful you know that is not helpful that's just somebody you know trying out to be on some Christian TV show and, you know, I blame, uh, in large part, the Christian, quote, church, unquote, the commercial 501c3, 
as destroying Jesus in America. God knows where else he's destroying, but I mean, these guys have completely wrecked it. Um, there will be more falling. Uh, but I think in the case of Tate, they really wanted to make an example out of him. You, know, you think this way, you talk this way, you want to be, you know, you want to be this way. We're going to get you, and then and then that's being likened to being a patriot. That's not a patriot. That's a selfish brat. You know, and it's, it's a guy on a power trip, a guy who who spends all his time pointing out how everyone's a loser if they don't have what he has. Well, I can tell you this: if we don't get a revival going, we don't get Jesus moving within our hearts and moving in our communities and moving amongst us. We're going to be left at the side of the road, too. We're going to need Jesus. And I know. I understand. Things are moving so quickly. It's very hard. You know, to focus on anything because things are happening so fast. But just remember, that's a reminder, okay? That even if you have to do something like, you know, put put the chosen on, you know, put it on the TV or watch, you know, a couple episodes or any of those Bible movies that Hollywood used to produce. Yeah, I had this thought that Hollywood was going to start producing, um, you know. Uh, Bible movies again, but then I realized, oh no, they won't. Well, they might do the story of Esther, right? You know how Esther was eventually became queen. You know, I mean, they've done it before. You know, strong women, you know, to push their agenda. <laughs> I doubt they'll ever do it for real. Okay, so let me cut to the chase. Okay, so let's get this clear. All this era. We went dead in the prophetic world here in probably, I want to call it 2000, 2010. How's that? That leaves room between that 2007 and that 2010, you know, that de degradation down to the bottom. And then we've been kind of in a dry spell ever since then. I'll say since 2012. And... Um, and I know man doesn't stay there because there are these times of fervency throughout the history. So I know we have the capability to come back. I'm just not sure prophetically what the United States is in the Bible. I don't know what it is in the Bible. I mean, because some people say, well, it's Babylon. But then again, you know, EU is Babylon. You know, you know Rome is Babylon. You know, what do you mean? So I think there's a lot of confusion but I do know one thing. Many will perish for lack of knowledge. That is, they don't know who God is, or they don't know the purpose of life here on earth. If you don't know the purpose of life on earth, you, you may perish. You may make a mistake if you're not guided. You know, and, and it, you'd perish because you didn't have 
knowledge. You thought you were here on your own trying to find happiness. The purpose of life, my friends, is not to find, I mean, it's good to have find happiness on the way, but life is a journey. If you can find happiness on the way during your journey, that's fine. But that's not the goal of life, to be happy. You know, usually what that means is to have a house, a couple of cars, a couple of kids, membership to the club and vacations every you know, two weeks a year. And, you know, that was happy. This is not happy. <laughs> and I would love to see Prophecy Wars again. You know, it was awful back then, but you know what? It's a lot better than dead. At least people were arguing, right? The Pope's the Antichrist. No, so-and-so. Elon Musk, you saw that outfit upside down? He's, you know, he's the Antichrist. I mean, at least we'd be arguing. We'd be talking about it. You know, book around. What do you think about that? Oh, six, oh, six, oh, six. Is that the mark? The real mark of the beast is in Revelation. It looks pretty close, but is it? Are they allowed to do it? Are they triggering God? Or vice versa. What, what, what does MIT say? What role does MIT have in all this? Who are the people on that team at MIT? Why would they do it? What the, who put them up to it? Why? What are they following? Were they following the Bible? Or are they fulfilling it? Give me the answer. Please give me the answer. I'll take the answer now. Please may I have the answer. Well, you... You're going to have to pray about it. <laughs> How are you going to get answers like that? I think people need to know something. We can't just drift day to day. We're here for a reason. And, you know, number one reason would be survival. Number two, I guess, the, the real overarching reason is to find the truth and abide in the truth, isn't it? Isn't that the purpose of life? Isn't that the reason... Not of ourselves, but because of the Lord's, you know, because it, it because it, it it pleases the Lord to create us, to take our position that He has made for us as rulers of the earth, as stewards of the earth. Why would that be? For that period of time we're here, and during that time we're here, what are we supposed to be doing? Because I know a lot of people are upset. They're heading into death, and they don't know why. I mean, they don't know what this was all about. It's almost like blink, and it's gone. So we have to stop the world and say, look, God is real, and you're being taken care of. But where's the fervency? Where's the fire? Where's the, where's the stuff God wants out of us? And I think that's what we're going to have to kind of keep in mind. Let's see what else comes due. Well, of course, a, a nuclear scare, a nuclear war, a post-apocalyptic world would create quite a few people of faith, yes. Yes. But without the anticipation... Of a return of Christ, a return to normalcy, a return to 
to righteousness, they return to, you know, things that matter, right? Not, you know, you know, Elon Musk too. I mean, here's another guy, total materialist. He's flying these, you know, 30 satellites in the air linked together, Starlink. And the purpose of these 30 satellites is to uh, interact with AI and human, the the digitized human, with the uh, 060606 mark of the beast to hook that human up into that pentagram system, you know, that that sort of 5G pentagram system that will be um, for the purpose of complete slavery and total control of cyborgs because the transmogrification of people equals harming God winning the fight beating God by demoting human from potential tabernacle to lowly slave meaningless to no soul they control the souls they scalp the souls. They take the souls. And do you know that on the earth, most of the people don't seem to understand what's going on? And you go, well, there's going to be another pandemic probably, and this one will be a dude, and then they'll, they'll lock in your house. If you see outside, they'll shoot you. Because you know people are going to go along with it. They don't need to know the reason. When the government says jump, they say how high. Mask, they all mask up and they will punish anyone that doesn't. You just live in a place where bullying is a daily, hourly, minute-by-minute thing. You're bullied all day long. Frequencies, this, that, people among other people, tattling on each other. Globally, there's Australia, New Zealand, Malaysia, Singapore, Australia, South Africa, North Africa, Asia, Eurasia, Oceania, Europe. It's really... I think very few are going to understand any of this. You know, we're just messengers. We can't, we can't really, you know, you can lead the horse to the water. You know what they say. We can't make people do anything. And maybe that's okay. I mean, you know, I've tried for, and it may just be that I have a, I'm really harsh behind the mic, you know, that, that you know, people are, whether they're flocking to Jesus or not. There's been, I would contend, more people not committing suicide around here than around Andrew Tate. Because Jesus gives life. And that life is life eternal. And I think that's going to beat somebody looking around for a 
to be a, to be a poor man's Andrew Tate. And that's the last I'm going to say. Well, there may be another clip here I picked out to uh, uh, to make a point. But the the worst one I saw was the. <laughs> no, I think that's that is about it. Um, it it's. Uh, Maybe one more. Oh, sorry, guys. The Romanian they won't let me. Reports um, insisting that two girls were found there, a 20-year-old Romanian woman and a 21-year-old American woman. In fact, Andrew Tate has vehemently denied every aspect of the case and said, no girls were found in my house and nobody was arrested. Andrew's TikTok shows clips from the brothers' podcast where they claim that the 21-year-old, they don't mention the Romanian woman, was actually just attending a party at their house. A girl had been at a party at my house, and her boyfriend saw her Instagram stories and said, oh my God, you're at the Tate brothers' house in Romania. This was some American chick. And she went, uh, uh, no, I, I didn't want to come to this party. They, they made me come here and I'm not allowed to leave. She said that to her boyfriend. That's some excuse. The brothers found that hilarious, stating that her boyfriend was some, quote, was he one of these believe all females? Oh my God, my girlfriend's not kind of guys. She was cold. She was, she was, one second. She wasn't even hot. She wasn't even hot. Andrew and Tristan also claimed that the woman in question was caught on CCTV footage outside the home, taking a pizza delivery, clearly not held against her will in any way. The Romanian police, upon seeing this footage, were allegedly laughing along right with them. Therefore, this whole claim about them running a human trafficking ring is a joke, pathetic, and based on a wild misunderstanding, supposedly. The thing is, can we really say that this woman was free just because she was dancing and taking pizza deliveries? <laughs> if she was American, then she was in an entirely different country oh, as the Tate well. household was located in Romania. Yeah. Maybe she's dancing because she feels she has to do exactly what Andrew wants. Otherwise, maybe she'll be harmed. Maybe the police don't take her seriously since Andrew has admitted to bribing Romanian law enforcement to get what he wants in the past. My blade. Okay, so you get the idea. You know, it's, um, you know, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but um, I'm checking out of this one and um, I have no more use for this uh, person or this uh, message of materialism as a way to. Uh, become a man or not commit suicide or become enlightened or whatever. I think that's, that's just, uh, I can understand in this day and age why people think they should follow a materialist and get some, you know, get some, uh, you know, hot cars and chicks and houses and live the good life. But there is no good life. I've seen enough of the good life. I've pretty much, um, you know, rejected it. There's a time, really, where I was pretty radicalized. I was, um, you know, I had not gotten to society yet, the, the, the screenplay, but I had 
I really had a desire to burn down, you know, to take, to just burn it all down, right? And that, you know, that that's understandable as a young person. I saw the evil, I saw the, you know, the evil of, um, you know, sort of the idle rich and their pursuits of, uh, you know, whatever, you know, just, God, whatever. And just the sick, perverted, you know, double-minded kind of, you know, acting like you're some kind of righteous guy, but then you're all into all kinds of, like, nasty stuff because that's where the club is. That's what allows you to have your wealth or whatever. It's 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 really not, you know, it's... um. You you guys will never see that side of life. You're, you know, you're, you're blessed. You know what? You're blessed not to be, you know, an Andrew Tate. It's a blessing. And, you know, if he calls you a loser, you're blessed to be a loser. They call Jesus a loser. They mock Jesus. They call king of the Jews, huh? My kingdom is not of this world. Oh, I see. He's, a, he's got a kingdom somewhere, not of this world. Yeah, because in this world, you're just, uh, you know, a loser. You've done nothing. You have all these people listening to you. And the only thing you've got is, no, no, no. The guy raised Lazarus from the dead. Yeah, but that's old news. What have you done lately, Jesus? You know, and, and that's how it goes. And that's, you know, and really... In the end, I don't know whose fault it is. Maybe the enemy is so good that they just wiped out Jesus where we are. I mean, this is an antichrist, um, what I would call an antichrist country, in the sense that, um, <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about a, uh, a lack of passion and spirit for the Lord. I want to see that passion come back. I want to see people rebel and, you know, be able to, to, to say, you know, I go ahead and take it all. You know? We're going to rely on the Lord. And you, you've just proven why it's, 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 there's no purpose <clears throat> in living here because you guys all own it, you know the uber wealthy, the the Black Rocks, the uh, you know Fidelity Management, the the whatever it is, they they own it all, and they're plotting to remove us. They say that they have the power and control, and they have the right to do it, to evict us. So that's where we stand today, folks. We stand in that kind of chasm between those things. And you know, between being you know, you know, basically being uh, sidelined, and it turns out we never did have a government. We never did have a world, like I said before. We never did have civilization. We never did have any of those things, folks. It was all being controlled. You know, a simulation, yes, absolutely, that. But a simulation on shifting sands that they could just arbitrarily say, okay, here's your pandemic, die now. 
or we've instituted euthanasia, or whatever they're going to do. It's, we're in this place. What is this place? What would God call this place? This is not the place to master your destiny. Obviously, you've seen this guy try to go the material route, and look what happened. You know, how does... The other day when he said, you know, I'm the king of the world, or, you know, whatever it was, something like that. You know, I knew that would be the end. The reason I know that is the end, because God told me. He told me through his scriptures. Told me through his word. Told me through his, through the timing of it. And, um, where's that going in the future? Well, <clears throat> let's, let's just hope this happens. Let me put some fantastical ideas in your heads. Okay, so they make a move, and people get so mad, they refuse to comply, and they all go to Jesus, and they just start screaming and yelling by singing praise to the Lord, and just fervent prayer, and hands locked everywhere, and it's just, uh, but, but it gets loud. They can't squelch it out, and it gets louder. It gets so loud that you'd think, there's nothing going on here but Jesus. It's all Jesus. They figured out it was real. After all the money and the trillions of dollars they spent to squelch it and block it, take over the churches, you rewrite the Bibles, do whatever they could do, Mandela Effect, whatever they could do to discredit everything, and now look, it's back better, further, we can't exist, all the kingdoms are going to fall, God is here, where do we hide? Don't you want to see them hiding in the cracks and the crevices? Don't you want to see them hiding and saying, we're hiding from the wrath of the Lamb? Nobody can beat him. Rather than, oh, it's the beast and who can make war with the beast. No, who can make war with the beast? There's an answer. God can make war with the beast and beat the shit out of it and end the beast in one millisecond. And they know it. Now let's think about that for a minute because that's a nice thought. Meanwhile, I'm going to pray, Lord... Probably protection over everybody that's tuned in here today. That if any of us have been swayed to the material by you know material side versus spiritual, or done anything that has contributed to the to the spiritual deadness of this place, Lord, forgive us and give us the energy and give us the life, give us the spark to bring you into this situation to take over, to be big, to 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 when to do miracles, to do things that would scare the other side to death. In Jesus' name, amen. To do things that would scare them. What scares them is evidence of the Creator God. That he's involved in everything, and including some of their experiments and the things they're trying to do. And they, they don't seem to ever get it done. And then it seems like there's a, some kind of fly in the ointment, some kind of, you know, monkey wrench in there. And that could very well be Jesus. There is no point for them to succeed. unless they were to succeed
in a dream world, if, if God allowed them to be there, well, why would he? Why would he? You know, dream world to God is just as real as this, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would, I would take that bet. I wouldn't take that bet. That God doesn't have commands. That God doesn't command the dream world, meaning the digital world. How do you know God doesn't command that too? If it's a der- derivation of the material biological world, <clears throat> why wouldn't he have command over that just like a dream world? How is that different than a dream world? So I think you know the people behind all this are not getting very good advice from their advanced fallen angels, from Azazel. Sorry to bring that name up, but they're not getting much help there. Not getting much help from, from what you might find in the Book of Enoch. Not getting much help from their experiment with CERN. Not getting much help from anybody. So it's my hope that, um, you know, we go on. I'm, you know, I'll be talking to you as much as I can because, well, you know, I'd be a fool to think that these podcasts that we love, you know, the, doing them are going to be... Um, I'm trying to add video in. I, I got a uh, an email yesterday from the uh, Smith Tech people that have a a broadcast facility that you can actually share your desktop. And I wondered, you know, before they made it so you couldn't really share the video. Like if you had some videos lined up, you know, and you're talking, you could reduce yourself to a little picture in the corner and then those videos would play, right? And they never had that integrated. You had to, like, reroute that through another computer, to much like I'm doing with the video sound today. Um, in order to get it to play. I, I wonder if they fix that. So you could just like be on there and just hit the video and play it for your your watchers, your listeners, and then go back to your speech and then take up the screen and then, you know, uh, or add other people. I know Zoom has the capability of, I think they have the capability of that. I have to look more into it. But uh, the reason that I don't... Um, I haven't gone video yet. It's because video gets very boring after about five minutes if you don't have the studio facility, uh, multiple cameras, at least three. Uh, you know, I, you can get by with two, but three is preferable. And, uh, you know, roving camera, you know, a, a distant angle, closer angle, and then, a, then a, you know, uh, a rover. And if you've got that, then... Um, and you got command of your lighting. You can, you know, and you, you know, it's it's makeup. It's a little bit of you know grooming to to um, oh, there's that word again. Oh no, uh, a little grooming to 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 look good. And then you, you know, if you can orchestrate the camera, usually that would take you know fifteen people in the past. And I understand you know that, that, it, that you could put it on auto and it will just go to different angles, and that can help. But it's not, you know, the podcast is the long form. The podcast is so valuable. You put it on, you know, usually you put on a podcast and it's going to go two hours and you can go to sleep to it or you can listen, you know, you can, it's very portable. 
you know, doesn't take up the bandwidth of video. But video, it's like, you know, you, unless you're doing these little videos, which I, I might do these you know, little ones where you're, you're up there for no more than five minutes to kind of pound home a certain subject, you know, or something you're talking about. Right now I'm on the um, kind of the path of preparing, you know, us all for some of these horrific things. But I'm also saying, look, there's going to be some kind of movement of God here. It's already begun, you know. So I want to be on top of it. And um, I want to report on it, obviously. And I want, you know, maybe have a guest or two that could report. I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, I've, I, like I say, I've looked at um, the patriotic stuff and the Alex Jones and the Stu Peters and this and that and all these people and the more secular shows of Fox. And, you know, so far everybody seems kind of confused. You, you know, have you noticed that? We don't seem to have any forward direction. I'm going to pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Please give us direction. Give us unction. Give us direction. Give us confidence, please, Lord, so that we may produce works that will glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Take it to the bank. Done deal. All right, everybody. Well, Ben's calmed down. He's a pup. He's the most, so precious, the way he, uh, right now he's sleeping. He's all wound up, and now he's sleeping. But he, he wants to be part of the show, and I kicked him off his couch here. And I think he, uh, I don't think he liked that, you know. I, I can't help it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, you know, to say something. And I, he's so cute, though. And, and at the same time, that's, you know, I've got him, you know, and he's, he's great and he's wonderful. But uh, when I'm trying to do this, he's disturbing me. It's, it's, he just has to learn that this is not the time to do that. Yes. I remember you used to jump on me about Molly and jump on me about Dasha for getting upset with because the barking was constant. Constant barking. There's nothing out there. It's constant barking. And I, I'm great with the dogs. I mean, I, I love the dogs. And I don't mind if they bark till four in the morning. I, I just need a little room here. Anyway, I think we've gotten that. And, uh, uh, you know, I see the Lord. I see the Lord's hand in, in the world right now. I see the Lord's hand in the I see the Lord turning everything around right now into a credible. Because I'm like, Lord, how do we fight? We have no army. They have all the armies. The beast army is all the nations of the world. So what do we do? And the Lord's like, well, you've got me. I'll take that, Lord. I'll take the Lord. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is the end. I may play a couple of songs. Here's one that was funny. It kind of aged well. <laughs> There's great advantage in being a slave, I see. Who 
Illuminati Hall. Unless he was a curious.